Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here, and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast and this week's episode of Property News from Around the UK. So let's start with news in Landlord Today. Renter's Reform Bill will be introduced very soon, says the government. Junior Housing Minister Kelly Tolhurst says the government will introduce the controversial Renter's Reform Bill very soon. This bill is the one which will include measures to abolish Section 21 rights for landlords, which is the no-fault evictions where you can remove a tenant under Section 21 for no fault whatsoever apart from wanting to get your house back. Obviously, Section 21 is also used for rent arrears. Section 8, for those that aren't aware, is more about issues with the tenant around social problems, um, noise, nuisance, damage. So Section 21 is at the quickest way, typically, to remove a tenant because you don't need a reason. However, if this reform comes through, then that rights for landlords will be removed. Now, Section 8 is not about rent arrears. Section 21 typically is. So there needs to be in this reform something different to balance it for both sides. Because at the moment, it's very much weighed against the landlord and for the tenant. Tallhurst, for instance, told MPs that the government are committed to enhancing tenants' security by abolishing these Section 21 no-fault evictions. They've already took some action during COVID where they've already have a ban on evictions for up to six weeks. So at the further six weeks before you can actually start an eviction process and they've introduced a six month notice period. So even when you do start the eviction process, you then have to wait six, you have to give a tenant six months notice. Now, if that tenant's not paying rent, that's a long time for a landlord. So Reform is absolutely needed, but it's got to be reform that is balanced, in, not just in one-sided towards the tenant, but balanced in both ways. Because the way it's written at the moment, it is open to abuse from a lot of tenants should they want to abuse it. And there's some great tenants out there, but typically the tenants that don't want to pay are the very, not that they don't, they're not able to pay, but don't want to pay, are the very ones that will abuse the system. So it's going to be interesting over the next few months to see how this pans out. Certainly, if you get an opportunity, you need to be putting your thoughts forward. Now, the National Residential Landlords Association, the NRLA, they are doing a lot of surveys around people's opinions, landlords' opinions, and thoughts around Section 21 being removed, and also what could be done to replace it. Because Section 8 doesn't allow for no-fault evictions. It also doesn't really allow for rent arrears evictions. So there needs to be something, if Section 21 is removed, that would make it easier for a landlord to remove a tenant that's not paying or that is causing damage to a property for any reason. So make sure you're looking into the NRLA and checking out their what they're doing right now about this. And make sure you are commenting on any surveys that they are doing because it is about the opinion and having your opinion heard. Moving on to more positive news, Property Investor Today website has revealed the best universities for buy-to-let investment. A leading UK student accommodation platform has unveiled which universities currently offer the best option for landlords in the student sector. So Uni Homes examined market data around the top 50 UK universities 
to discover which offered the most profitable buy-to-let investment based on the current average rental yield in each university postcode. So the University of Southampton is the UK's best buy-to-let university at present, according to the figures. So if you're based in Southampton, a great area to do student properties, student HMOs. So Southampton at the moment is, is, has an average house price of £226,489, while the current average rent sits at thirteen eighty-eight per month. Consequently, a buy-to-let in the university's postcode currently offers an average rental yield of 7.4%. That's really good for Southampton. So the second best area for student buy-to-lets is Nottingham, with the University of Nottingham's NG7 postcode home to an average rental yield of 7%. Meanwhile, Nottingham Trent's NG1 postcode comes in slightly lower at 67 Elsewhere, Newcastle ranks very high as well within the top five, along with the University of Dundee. So if you're based up in Scotland, Dundee is a great area as well right now for good yielding properties and student towns. The rest of the areas in the top 10 were Cardiff, Leicester, Strathclyde, Kent and Warwick. Now with the current pandemic going on, a lot of areas have been financially impacted due to the current climate and many landlords have seen their level of rental income impacted by this. However, the good news is that despite the current landscape, demand for higher education and student accommodation remains high across the country, as many persist with their study plans with an eye on life after the pandemic. Also, many students finance their living arrangements via student loans, so they don't really present the financial unpredictability that many are experiencing in the regular rental market at present. So a lot of people worried about their jobs, uncertain about jobs, maybe losing jobs. The student market... Yes, student loans are paying the rents in many cases. So it could be a good bet in those top 10 towns if you're based in any of those to maybe look towards student accommodation over the next few years. The pandemic will be going away. People will be back at universities and studying. Now let's look a little closer to home within the Progressive Property Facebook community. Now, if you're not already a member of the Progressive Property Facebook community, make sure you join this over 34,000 active UK property investors in there, sharing their journey, sharing experiences and helping each other succeed in property. So let's look at Adam Brophy. So Adam has posted, shout out to Adam, he's posted about a viewing he's done where there was a pink bathroom suite and tiles that look like they've seen their day. So Adam was wondering if these bad boys will come back into fashion. So Adam, just I'll comment on your post, but here's what I would do. Rip it all out rip it out and make sure you redecorate and get a nice modern bathroom suite in there. But when you're taking it out, don't damage it. You could stick it on eBay. You might get some money for it. I'm sure somebody would want it. And they're antiques. They are antiques. So Adam's had a lot of feedback on it. A lot of people sharing different stuff. Even Kelly Garnett has shared a pink bathroom suite in one of her properties where it's also got pink feature tiles. So it's still... Still a feature. I'm not sure, Kelly, if that is your own home or not. Oh no, it's not your home. I'm only kidding. And on some really positive news, Dave Stewart posts about his first rent-to-rent deal and during COVID. So he took on a four-bedroom flat on a five-year lease at £1,100 per calendar month, added two more rooms and an extra bathroom alongside modernising the kitchen. Now returns £2,585 per calendar month Less than 10k in costs, clears a thousand pound per calendar month profit, 
So one year to return expenses and four years profit all during COVID-19. Looks really nice, Dave. So best of luck with your property and um, let it be the first of many. Congratulations. And to really lighten the mood on today's um and to really lighten the mood on today's podcast, I thought I'd finish with Sam Spencer, who's posted about how he loves creativity when renovating houses, but he's not sure if this is a step too far. And he's posted a photograph on the 13th of January of somebody who has actually installed a piano above the cooker and the hob, literally on the wall above the cooker hob. I'm not even sure how you could sit in front of the piano without sitting on top of the cooker, which would probably burn you cook and play the piano at the same time if you wanted to maybe so sam i've never seen anything like that before keep doing those viewings and keep sharing the crazy stuff that you're seeing that could clearly only happen up in the north of england where you are eh? only joking for anyone listening from the north so that's some of the news from around the uk and within the progressive property community this week keep sharing your stories within the community i'll give you a shout out on the podcast And also make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any of the episodes. We're now out twice per week with a property news update every week, plus a general property podcast each week. So make sure you're subscribed and also make sure you go over to the Progressive Property YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We're sharing lots of content over there. I've recently done a three-part series on the refurbishment of a property which hopefully can add some value to you on how to get a refurb done and costed and make sure you stick to budget. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I've been Kevin McDonnell. You've been amazing. See you next time. Everybody.